Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast. Street Vibes. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Uh, like I was saying, though, just get done watching it. It, it, was, it was the Bucks. Right the Whack. I mean, look, I'm all for if people want to, if you want to, you know, have a play on the beam. It's good. It's good. Like, we chant light the beam at the, during the mm-hmm. game her you know you got to be able to take it i just wanted to be good the the bucks one i guess maybe i shouldn't be too mad because they didn't get like disrespectful or nothing they just lit the beam it was like lighted green or something like that but they didn't get disrespectful they kept it pg i guess it's all right but i I wasn't like oh that was clever that's dope well we knew this was coming we knew that you know well i guess if you want to look on the positive spin that means the kings are on somebody's mind yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem. So, I mean, you know, before all the jokes was just about how terrible they were. So, I mean, yeah. this is a different type of their own. You know, this is no longer you circle that and say, what's 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 the comedic joke about them as a team? Now it's like, oh, they have a corny little light in the sky. <laughs> I, I don't mean, I don't. Know and and <laughs> you only see the light when they win. So we don't want them to light up their beam. I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it should be an interesting little thing. I, I mean... Because, you know, NBA social media teams are just, like, always in their own little battles anyway. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. You know, I, it's going to need something different than being. I don't, I don't have no problem with it. I don't have no problem with it. I, I'm just saying, I was like, damn, I like for them to be funny or to be clever or something like this. This wasn't really funny or clever. But, like I said, at least they didn't disrespect. So. You know what's real funny, though? What's that? You got that Giants hat on longer than uh, Aaron Judge had it on. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. It's Bay Street Vibes here. Kenny Caraway, if you haven't figured it out already. And yes. Y'all woke up excited. Like, we've been Aaron Judge. Uh, no, we not. The Giants the Giants getting played time after time again. Oh, and Xander Bogart's just, Padres just go get another $200 million guy. It's nothing. Another shortstop. I mean, they've got like, you know, I guess they don't care about shift, no shift. They're like, we're just going to sign up shorts. We're going to sign up every infielder. These fools, these fools, the Giants, were talking for years about, oh, we got to get these guys off the books and all this. They printing money, talking all this other nonsense. Yet the Padres have what? What is it now? Three guys? No, Machado making like $200 million. They got like four guys that are making $200 plus million. Yeah, north right? of, yeah they got at least four north of $200 million. <laughs> The pot and, and the, giants, the Giants are sitting up here. Oh, we gotta wait till people get off the books so we can shut the hell up. 
Shut the hell up. Hey, they, they, they got a plan. They got a, they got a long-term plan. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with baseball. I know that much. Hey, <laughs> you, 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 I've heard this theory about my Dodgers, too. They've said that there's people in the organization who say as long as they're still drawing $3 million a year and getting a couple, you know, getting some postseason revenue, to them, not winning in the World Series or getting there doesn't really matter because they're profitable. Mm. So maybe mm. the Giants are on that minus the – but they kind of can't be because they have a lot of people dressed to seat at their games, and they were selling Dodger merchandise That's in their stadium, which was – that you know that reminds me of back in the day when I used to go to Warrior games when I was in college during the whole A Great Time Out era where all they hyped were oh. who's coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> and you would go to the Warriors team store and you could buy whatever team was in town. I bought so much Lakers shit at Warrior games. <laughs> Embarrassing. Embarrassing. That's why I said these, these Giants owners, they don't, care. they don't care about the Giants. Like I said on, on D-Lo and KC today, I'm sounding like Eddie Robinson Jr. They ain't Giants. I'm Giants. All right? <laughs> they ain't Giants. I'm Giants. This is Charles Lott Johnson, whatever his name is. You know, Farhan Zaid. They ain't Giants. I'm giant. They don't care about the They're Giants. doing a fine job. They're doing a fine job. Leave them alone. They got a plan. Well, we know who ain't Giants or ain't Dodgers or ain't Padres. That's the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings back in action on Wednesday night as they were at Pfizer Forum. They lose to the Bucks, 126-113. Um, off the top of my head, Jason, you know, not into moral victories or whatever, but I'm just talking about the game. I mean, it was they didn't look overmatched. I don't know if you ever really thought they were going to win the game, but, you know, they were there. They had an opportunity and just really couldn't come through in the clutch. Yeah, they kind of were hanging around, hanging around, and the a, a championship-caliber team like Milwaukee does what they do in those situations. About that mm -hmm. six-minute mark of the uh, fourth, they say, okay, let's go ahead and we need to get some distance now. It's time to do what we do, you know, turn it up a little. And they did that. I mean – Giannis is Giannis. I mean, you know, but when you get the when you get the Bucks with Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, mm. they're just so tough to beat. And I and one thing that jumped out to me is that kind of that weird matchup that Brooke Lopez is. Yeah. He allowed he allowed Milwaukee to to have a lot of success on the glass because if he's not pulling Sabonis from the basket, they're running things to get Sabonis from the basket. And tonight mm. was the night where I said to myself, "Hey." You need some other guys down there helping him out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see, because Giannis and, 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 and Lopez, you got two big guys on the glass. You know, you, you, this got to be a gang rebound tonight. Well, see, and this is what I, I thought we talked about a little bit earlier. I was like, and they, they didn't do this, I don't think. I got to look at the tape a little bit more. But I wanted Sabonis on Giannis. And I know that sounded a little crazy, you know, because first of all, nobody's going to stop Giannis. Uh, Sabonis footwork wise and foot speed wise is a little bit of a matchup for Giannis or a disadvantage for him going up against Giannis. But I just felt if you stuck Sabonis on Brooke Lopez, that would draw him away from the basket. Yeah. Brooke Lopez isn't going to like, he's going to stay on the perimeter. He's not going to attack the basket and, you know, pump fan go to the cup. So I felt you could get away with putting Keegan or Harrison on Brooke Lopez and keeping Sabonis on Giannis, where Sabonis would be closer to the basket. And it didn't really work out that way. I'm not sure it really mattered, you know, one way or another. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It is a, a tough matchup and a tricky matchup for a team like the Kings, who 
only have one real big man to kind of go up against two big men in Giannis and Brooke Lopez. I, they, but it's not a Kings thing. I guess they, the Bucks do that to everybody. That's why they're the yeah. Bucks. Yeah, and, and, you know, one thing about that, too, is just that it wasn't always that Sabonis was on Lopez. There was just there was rotations. He's going out to cover a shooter. And now mm-hmm. Lopez comes down, and he's got Harrison Barnes trying to box him out. And mm-hmm. Lopez is a big guy. He's <laughs> so like he only, seven one. Yeah, he ain't got to jump. You know, he just stands there, tips the ball to himself, you know, yeah. <laughs> tips it back in. So it's, it's a matchup thing a lot. And the Bucks are a pretty damn good team, too, on top of that. So, yeah. I mean, they, there's a reason why the Kings haven't been in a while. They're winning it all. Yeah, there's a reason why the Kings haven't have never won in that building and haven't beaten them what since what 2016. Yeah, it's been a while. It's mm-hmm. been a while. So you know, one of the things that I always look at with this Kings team as of late is their ability to shoot the three ball. They hit 12 of them. I'm always usually saying like 12 or more threes. When they got into the three game losing streak that they had before, um, it was a combination of teams game planning against them, mm-hmm. and I think the Kings going away from what I think is part of their identity, how shooting the three ball. And you saw those games where they were making like seven threes and six threes. That was like, and they were only shooting like 21. And I know it's a, a dangerous a make or miss type league and it's a dangerous way to play. But I think this team, as they're put together and the way they play, they got to be true to who they are. They're a team that gets the points up and they definitely get the ball up uh, from beyond the arc. And that's something that I always look at with them if they're playing well or they win a game or they lose a game. Tonight, they were 12 of 38 from beyond the arc. So they're right on the cusp of what I say I need to see from them. I usually say 12 or more threes gives them an opportunity to win. And and look, to be honest with you, they give them an opportunity to win. They there, they were there. They had an opportunity. They just couldn't really hit some shots late. So yeah, they're only outscore. They only, you know, the Bucks only hit two more threes than them. The Bucks, you know, had three more field goals. They out, they got scored them by five at the line. So you take the six and the five that from the line. That's pretty much your ball game, right there. Right there. I mean, it wasn't. You know, they lost by thirteen, but until the later stages, it didn't feel. They didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like a thirteen point loss. Right. It was a. It was a much closer game most of the night. You know, they just. They had, Milwaukee's damn good. So I mean it's it's yeah. kind of hard to be like, oh, what you could have did, you know, could it the Bucks are a championship level team and the Kings are not a championship level team. Mm-hmm. So these are the type of games where you look at it, you say, Well, you know what, you go on the road and lose at Milwaukee. You know, you look at the get look at the uh, when the Bucks lose, when they, they lost at home last week, because A D you know, went Wilt Chamberlain on them. Right. <laughs> Right, and you can't just have you know an okay game, you know a decent game for Sabonis, but he only gets eleven shots. If you can't have De'Aaron shoot five to sixteen, and expect to go to Milwaukee and win that game, you know you you know you can't. Yeah, you, you get twenty three from uh, Sabonis, you get twenty so, from Harris, you get so, twenty from Harrison, you get sixteen, you get sixteen off the bench from Malik, but then you know fifteen ain't bad for Keegan. Herder with 13, but you know, you need one, you need your stars to have on the road, your stars carry you. And, yeah. you know, and we'll get into that later, but yeah, your stars carry you in road games. And on this one, they didn't get their stars to carry them. Yeah. I mean, uh, Devonta Sabonis, 23 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. He was balling out there. Harrison Barnes had the 20 points that, you know, the 15 to 20 points that you look for from him. 
even Keegan woke up a little bit, but mm-hmm. like you said, we'll we'll talk about it um probably in the next segment about what they needed. But I also want to say Drew Holiday with 31 is, is big time. But you look at we talked about a little bit about uh Brooke Lopez and his 17 points was pretty big. 17 points, nine rebounds. He only had two threes. So one of the things that I talked about earlier in the day, I was like, well, look, if if you know you do the defensive assignment that I talked about where Keegan or Harrison is guarding them and they want to dump it down or, you know, get Brooke Lopez on the block or inside and score that way. I was like, good. That means Giannis isn't shooting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, you know, Brooke Lopez, to his credit, he took advantage of that today. And he, he, you know, he did his thing on the boards and, you know, and played like a big guy as opposed to a guy, you know, that's always playing like a stretch four or stretch five. And he made the Kings pay for some of those matchup problems. Yeah, and Brooke can, I mean, people forget, Brooke wasn't always just a standout on the perimeter guy. Yeah, it, it came like out of nowhere. <laughs> he went yeah. from hitting two threes in a season to seven to like 44. Yeah, so I mean, he wasn't always that guy. And there were just a couple of, to me, during that stretch where they pulled, where Milwaukee was starting to pull away, where he got them some big second chance buckets just because with no Sabonis under the basket, who's going to keep him away from the, from the rim? So, I mean, but that's what good teams do. They have nights where, yeah, they got, you know, 30-plus from, from Drew and from Giannis, but you also get, you know, some of your, you know, your, your – uh, I hate using the term role players because I think everyone has a role. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis's role is to get 30. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but, you know, maybe, you know, you're more of a supporting, a supporting player, you know, not the superstar, but, you know, like I said, Brooks is a good player. Yeah. You know, and then they got they would get like a random timely shot from George Hill. I mean, they just do what a team that's 18 and six does. Yeah, for sure. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back, uh, we got to talk. We got to talk. I'm just going to leave it at that. We need to talk. All right. Be right back here is Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, right here on J Street Vibes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. J Street Vibes, Kenny Carraway, Jason Jones. And I got a, I got a question for you. Shout out to my main man, Joe Button, the Joe Button Podcast. I got a question for you, Jason Jones. Are we podding right now? Yeah. Are we are we pod? I just want to yeah, know yeah. are we podding or not? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. You know, let's let's argue like they was arguing about Dion. <laughs> They was arguing about Dion on, on they was going they was going off about Dion. Oh, I gotta hear that now. I gotta yeah, they was going it. off. They was going off. I gotta hear that. But but, but let, let's pod. Let's pod right now. Cause uh we, we kind of danced around it a little bit. Now it's time to throw the rat on the table, as my man Guru would say. Dear Fox tonight in Milwaukee. 16 points on the night. Five of 16 from the field, one of six from three. This is probably about the third or fourth straight game where he's played below average, below where we expect him to play. 
a lot of people have been saying he's, you know, looks like he's dealing with something. I think he came out and said he was nicked up, didn't say with what specifically, and he was a little sick. But, um, and I'm giving him that. Like I said it earlier on the radio today, he's had a great start to the season. He's had a great, he's still 23, five and five. Like he's not playing bad. But you said it, and I didn't even have to say it. I said the same thing earlier on the show. You said it, and you were 100% right. Him having 16, 17 points at home, yeah, you could probably get away with that. That probably gets you a win because, to use a Shaq term, the others are going to perform well at home, whether it's the playoffs or the regular season. Where Now the Kings are getting into a position where they have others and they have, you know, quote-unquote star players. So you're going to see your others perform well in a place like Golden One Center. But if you want to win on the road and if you want to beat a championship contender like the Milwaukee Bucks or the Cleveland Cavaliers coming up on Friday or the Philadelphia 76ers or if you want to say Toronto or whatever – you can't have De'Aaron Fox getting 16 points. That's not going to be. Actually, 15. We gave him an extra point. Malik yeah. had 16. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. 15 <laughs> points for De'Aaron. Five of 16, one of six from beyond the arc. Like I said, this is not an indictment on his season so far. I think he's been playing great. But I got to I gotta start seeing a little bit more from my man De'Aaron, man. He's, he's got to get whatever's going on. He's got to find a way to get back into that groove, especially on this road trip. Because like you mentioned, if they're going to win some of these games, they're going to need him to play at a pretty high level. Yeah. And I'm just looking at his, he, you know, looking at his numbers from recently. He hasn't scored more. He's only scored since he had 32 against Memphis. Mm-hmm. 18, 20, 11, 19, 14, 16, 15. Yeah, it's not going to get it done, man. And a game like I mean, a game like this where you got Drew Holiday, who's who can score, but he's not a big time scorer. Mm. Drew give you thirty plus, mm. you, you know, five fifteen points ain't gonna cut it. And in these games, your star has to be a star. Yeah, and I've seen too many times, and you know, it could just be a bad matchup, but I've seen more than once where Drew gives the Kings that work. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Drew is not a big, t- you know, Drew's a good player, but Drew ain't out there, you know, dropping 30 on the regular. Right. This right. is not what Drew Holiday does, you know. About Drew, Drew, not- averages, Drew came in averaging 18.3. As I was about to say, we're not talking about a John Morant type score from the point guard position. But he is when he sees Sacramento, he like, shit, it's on. I'm about to get my money. <laughs> and. <laughs> And like I said, we know Drew was one of the best defenders, you know, in in basketball. We all know that. Mm -hmm. But when you get to that super, you know, you talk about that level between star, all-star, superstar. When you get to that like elite all-star, superstar level, it don't matter who they throw in front of you. You're getting yours one way or another. Yeah. And it's not, you know, and yes, it's just the 15 points, but you didn't see the, you know, you don't have the assist, you know. You got to, you know, you know, you look at, you know, the, the score, you know, two rebounds, two assists, mm. you know, you know, on a night where you're not shooting the ball well, what else can you get? What else can you do to help your team? And this is not to say that De'Aaron's a scrub. Obviously, he's not, you know, but, you know, no steals, one block, only had one turnover. But you in a game like this against a good team, a great team. You need your stars to show up, you know, and 
that's I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, you, you know, you, you're going to have ups and downs during the season. You know, you're going to have stretches where you're not scoring the ball as well. And they've, you know, they, they've been able to get by because they and win some of these games because they're at home and they've gotten great performances from other guys. But at a Milwaukee, at a Cleveland, you're going to need De'Aaron because, you, you know, now first it's, it's Drew Holiday. You got Darius Garland and, and Donovan Mitchell coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you've got – they 15 points won't cut it against them. No. No, it's not. And the, and the thing about it is, like, I need I need a certain level of aggression aggressiveness from De'Aaron Fox in mm-hmm. these games. And in the last few games, like I say, you know, we talked about he was hurt, he was sick, and all this other stuff. Hopefully, he's not still battling that or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. there's got to be a certain level of aggressiveness I got to see from him out there. You know, we talk about um, you, you mentioned the Memphis game. You know, I'll say that game. That was a game on the road that the Kings won in part because of his performance. Mm-hmm. The Lakers game on the road, they won in part of the way he played in that game on the road. The Orlando game on the road, they won because of the way he came out and led them on the road. That's what it takes. Yeah. I'm not it's going to take 30-plus every single time, but it's a level of aggression that you need from De'Aaron Fox every time with these team on the road. Because, like I said, maybe this is foreign territory a little bit for the Kings and, and what we're used to seeing. But it's like Shaq and those guys talk about in the playoffs. You have situations now where you've got players that are really good at home and they're going to need a little help on the road. That's what they call the others. That's what good playoff teams have. They have the others to go along with the superstars that in this case is supposed to be Sabonis and Fox. So yeah, and I think, you know, you look for – I mean, I saw I saw signs of aggression with De'Aaron, you know, with, you know, at various points in the game. I don't think he was just coasting, but – Except maybe there is something wrong. First half, I thought he was coasting. Mm. I mean, I, I saw bits and pieces in the second. Like I said, I, it wasn't the whole game where I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely being aggressive. But, I mean, Drew Holiday gets up 20-plus shots, and you got to understand the matchup. At this point, Drew looks at the Kings like, okay, yeah. And then the Kings have elevated their level of play. So now he's really taking you seriously. Mm-hmm. You got to expect that. And I think, you know, maybe in the past, I think a lot of times people got lulled into – a false sense of what the Kings were maybe later in the season. They would, they would go on these runs in March when no one gave a damn. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, look at them. Like, yeah, so what? No one cares. <laughs> they care about you right now. They know you're coming. Yeah. And so you have to go on the road. You know, he you have to come out there and set a tone. And mm-hmm. De'Aaron only took four free throws. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, he's got that's, – that number's got to be higher. And sometimes, you know, we know he's great in the clutch, but the clutch don't matter if you're down by 15 in the fourth. Yeah, you got to get to the clutch. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you've, you've got to have, you know, and he sets the table. You know, Sabonis was doing his thing, but, you know, th- this is just a reminder that this team really revolves around what De'Aaron does. Yes. And mm-hmm. when they're on a game, in a game like this, and in some of these road games, you know, when you see a, you know, I haven't looked, you know, everyone, but you know, you know, you have teams like a, you know, a team with a Fred Van Vliet who's been an all-star. You've got to, even though Philly is whatever is wrong with Philly every year, they still got guys over there, you know, with, a, with an elite pedigree like an Embiid or, you know, I don't know what James, I don't know if James Harden, just, you know, is throwing, anymore. <laughs> I don't know if James is throwing money at the club. I don't know what, what's up with James is on right now. 
you know, but you, they still, you know, so who knows what they're going to see. But these are the games where, as guys like Phil Jackson would say, your stars get you these games, you know, you know, and he's, it, this is also a new, new territory for De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being a good player on a good team is different than being a good player on a team that's going to win 30 games. Yeah. I mean, they're almost, they're damn near halfway to what he's used to winning in an entire season. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but you think about it. They already got 13 wins. They don't, a lot of times they weren't seeing 13 wins till Christmas. They won what they won 30 last year. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a whole, this, this is different. <laughs> damn. So. But- this, yeah. You know, the, the, the approach has to – you have to be ready that teams aren't going to come into you, you know, you know, when they won 39 a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Even people in, within the org would tell you, we caught a lot of teams early because they figured we were shitty, we were a shitty team. Yeah. And we would beat teams early because they just weren't ready for us. Yeah. That's not going to be the case now. And, and, and when I look at De'Aaron, I look at, you know, all stars and my stars. I've talked about this before. De'Aaron – Say, for instance, De'Aaron is he is averaging 23, right? I need my stars, and I'm not saying De'Aaron's not that or can't be. Obviously, I feel like he can be that. I'm asking him to do this because I think he's capable. But my stars get me that average no, no matter what. Like, it may be an off-shooting night, and they get to the line 12 times, or, you know, they're on fire, and they can go above that. But if, if 21, 22 is the average, no, they're getting you 21 or 22 every night. And if they're cooking, that's when they have their 30 plus. Yeah. He can't he can't be having 15 11 point games. He can't be doing that. You can't be you can't he can't be 15 2 and 2. Exactly. That that that's just not, you know, that's that's just not good. That's not good enough. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not he's smart enough to know that. Yeah, they're not going to beat teams with him getting 12 13 points. Right. You know, not you know, not with any type of not not good team because the teams you mentioned, you talk about when they when they did it against uh Memphis. That's John Morant's first game back from injury. Orlando, Orlando's been competitive. They've beaten some teams, but that's still not a team that we're going to see in the conference finals out east <laughs> come May. No, we're not. You know, you, you know, so we have to all you know. There's levels to this, and Milwaukee's probably the top of the top of those levels, but. If, if, if you want to be the team you say you want to be, mm-hmm. this is where you prove it. This is where you say, oh, you got an all-NBA caliber defender? I'm getting up more than 16 shots. Yeah. You know, you know, he got he got 15 points on 16 shots. Mm-hmm. On a night like this, I need 20. to see De'Aaron get up 20-plus shots. Yeah, 12. I'd rather see him getting, you know, shots up and getting his getting up 20-plus shots than – I mean, even look at it. Sabonis only took 11 shots. Mm. You know, and I think sometimes your star has got to be a little selfish. Yes. There's a time to be the, and you know, you can get away with five or 16. You know, well, I also had nine, 10 assists. You didn't. You had two. Right. So there's, there's a time to be selfish. And there's a time to say, you know what? I like you, I, you my boy, Malik, but this is my time. Mm. I got to get us going. Mm. And I, this trip will be good to see because he's going to run into a number of guys like that. You know, like I said, I haven't done my research for, uh, too far down the road trip, you know, or just during the season. But Matisse Stiebel is a guy who's given him problems before. Mm. 
So, you know, you're going to run into different things along this trip. So let's see what you do with it. And I think if you want to be an all-star, if you want to be that guy, you go on the road and you show them you're that guy now. You know, you you go out there and say, yeah, we lost, but I gave I gave Drew Holiday 28 and, and 8. Yeah. And, and look, especially going on the East Coast where the media is and, and there, there'll be eyes on you, you know, when you play against Philly, when you play against – uh, the New York Knicks and, you know, Cleveland and things like that. There'll be eyes on you. It's when you want to show out. It's when you let them want to let them know that I'm here. Like you said, De'Aaron knows all this. I think he's yeah. well here. This doesn't take away from anything that he's done to start this season. But, like, you know, it's time to show up and show out. Yeah. Like, not not to be disrespectful, he need to eat up Jalen Brunson. Mm. I do not want to if, – if, if, if we look at a box score and it's like, damn, he had 15 points and Jalen Brunson had – like I said, no disrespect that – no, you can't you, – you got to go to Madison Square Garden and you got to do the damn thing. Yeah. You yeah. cannot – I don't, I don't want to see a damn thing about how Jalen Brunson outplayed De'Aaron Fox. I don't <laughs> want to see it. If I see that, we got a damn problem. We got a problem. But, look, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to get into those next two games that they have on this six-game road trip. The, the Kings lose the opening game of the road trip tonight, 126-113 in Milwaukee. When we come back, we'll talk about the next two games they got going on. It's J Street Vibes, Kenny Carraway, Jason Jones. We'll be right back. Back here, J Street Vibes, talking that talk, talking Sacramento Kings basketball. In the midst, I guess they're not in the midst of it. They're at the start. Mm-hmm. Six game road trip from hell. This really is a tough little road trip, tough little East Coast swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, witness test for them. And the next two games they got, uh, they got Cleveland in, I always want to say Gundarina. It's not that anymore. That shows my it, age. I don't know. Is it quick? I don't know. I haven't been there in a couple of years. Is, is it quick and loans? I don't, I forget. The Q. How is that? How is that arena? Look, it looks cool. It looks cool. I kind of like the way it's it below second, I mean, first level, and then like this mid level, and then the third level. Yeah, it ain't ain't the best media seats, you know, but they got good wings. I mean, (laughs) you know, I mean, a lot of media folks judge arenas by the food, and their food is not not near the top. I ain't been there in a minute, so maybe they've you know got some improvements, but they were probably in the bottom. Five in terms of, of, of media food. Oh, where do you said uh, the the not good media sitting? Where's the where's the best media seating in the in the league? Since they don't have people on the floor no more. Uh, I think I think Staples still puts the media down on those floor in the corner. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's always a cool. I was going through my phone the other day. You know how iPhone gives you memories. Yeah. Uh, a game with a 2014 popped up where I got a picture of Ben McLemore near the free throw line by Kobe Bryant. Mm. I was like, Oh man, this is, this is almost, this is a good eight year old. This is like young Ben. This is like 2014. (laughs) Oh man. You know, so, you know, so you, you, some, you know, the Kings used to give, give, you know, the the Sacramento B writer that courtside seat, not anymore. Most teams have moved those of the media away. The Knicks used to have us on the floor. Now the Knicks, you sit in the third deck. Oh my I god! Mean, oh yeah, the Knicks is a terrible seat. It's like can't see a damn thing, you know. So I mean, it's the seat isn't you know. Most of us use the monitors anyway to follow because you get a better view sometimes. Mm-hmm. In, in some cases, you know. But it, it, we, but really, us media folks, we judge the arena by the food, 
and Cleveland's pretty down near the bottom. Uh, and Miami might be the two worse. Miami? Why, why, why Miami getting cheap like that? I don't think they care. Damn. I mean, yeah, Miami's pretty low tier. I mean, I mean, and leave me alone. <laughs> and I, every, every time I was in Miami, I just went to concessions and got a chicken sandwich. Because <laughs> you know, some arenas don't charge, and some 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 of them do. And you yeah. like, I just paid eight dollars for this. I'm definitely getting reimbursed because this is terrible. I gotta <laughs> go eat again. <laughs> Well, we know it's not terrible in Cleveland. That's their basketball team. The boys is balling right now, man. Um, Donovan Mitchell in the building got them at a fifteen and nine record, uh, ten and one at home. So it's going to be oh, tough. 16, they're sixteen and nine now. They yeah, sixteen and nine now. Sixteen. They they played to uh, they played tonight and one. Uh, I guess so because it says they're sixteen and nine now. Damn. And eleven and one and eleven and one at home. Yeah. Man, I guess I guess I got to step up. You know what I think this is? Let me see. You might be a day off because they, they haven't played since the I mean, Lakers. This this was this was a tab from yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They beat the Lakers. Yeah, so they're six. Yeah, sixteen and eleven and one at hey, all. If you want to do me a favor and erase that Laker game, I'm fine. No, we're we're adding that one and Toronto. All Laker games are added right now. Period. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. We need that. But um. Yeah, it's going to be a tough test. Another tough test for the Kings. Another tough test uh, for the leaders of this team, De'Aaron Sabonis. Um, the Kings got Cleveland back at the Golden One Center mid-November, I think it was, and a, and a great win. I was actually the win. I'm trying to think. Uh, that's not the one that started the win streak. It might have been. I feel like they beat Orlando. I'm about to look it up right now because I feel like it could have been the one that started the seven-game win streak. But I thought they beat Orlando. But no, they lost to the Warriors after that. Yeah, so that was the start of the seven-game win streak against the Cleveland Cavaliers, 127-120 at the Golden One Center. And uh, Cleveland's going to be looking for that get-back. I'm pretty sure they feel like that's one they let get away um, and they could have bolstered their already high 16-9 and nine record and they're going to be looking to get a little get back with the Kings, man. So. And Donovan gave the Lakers 43 the other night, and he gave, he gave the Kings some work, too. And I'm pretty sure, you know, he hit him for a cool 38 mm. <laughs> when I he got out of the second he half. You know. They stopped going to him. I thought it could have been 48 that night. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, yeah, Donovan's ready for the – I think Donovan's ready, and they're going to be ready to get some get back. Well, this sure. is what we talked about, though, man. You know, the the Kings and specifically the Aaron Fox, they're not sneaking up on anybody. You know, these guys will be, be out to get them, and they've got to be ready for the challenge. Mm-hmm. The one thing I can say, like even with De'Aaron, you know, in his game, and we broke that down a little bit, and you know, I, I thought I thought he and the rest of the team came ready to play in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You know, sleepwalking. We mentioned it before. They had some opportunities to to – sneak that game out it's just that milwaukee turned it up a notch mm-hmm. so i think that's the difference between this team and teams past. i'm pretty confident they're going to be ready to play on friday night is it going to be enough are they going to play well enough to get a win in a, in a tough road environment i don't know that but i think they're going to come ready to play they're going to have confidence and, and they're going to be looking they're, they're going to be game as people like to say they're going to be a game opponent yeah, I don't think they're going to – yeah, I definitely don't worry about them being ready to play or being prepared. I just think this is going to be an opportunity, again, for their two best players with two tough matchups 
to make something happen. I mean, you when you go to a front court that has Evan Mobley and Jared Allen mm. and a back court with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. That that you know that that's gonna be a tough matchup, you know, both ways around. They've got them the first time, so I'm I'm curious to see that on the road now. You know, Garland's been playing for a while. He's not, you know, not fresh off an injury. Mm. Let's just see. They need both. They the Kings need Sabonis and Fox. You know, twenty plus points. You know, at least they can't. You know, unless. I'm gonna up that up to t- I'm a, well Fox for sure 25. Maybe Sabonis can get away with 20 because he gets the assists and the rebounds. But I, I'm I, not a hell with that. I'm gonna say 25 plus for both of them. I need it. Yeah, yeah. And you can't have a. I'm only. I mean, they both need to be taking 20 shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not type of game against this type of team where you say, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna try to you know rely on everyone else to you know, and then we're gonna no no. Unless, unless like Kevin Herter gets NBA Jam mode or Malik Monk goes for like thirty, yeah. you know, you need your two main guys, to, you know, to do that because that's why you pay them what you pay them for nights like this. Yeah. You don't pay them to get to a tough opponent and say, you know what, we really need Harrison Barnes to pick it up. <laughs> you know, we really need Keegan Murray to give us twenty-five tonight. No, there's a reason why guys average thirteen a game because they average thirteen. You know, if you get more than that, if if you get twenty from Keegan, you can say five of those are almost like a bo- or, or or a bonus. Mm. You know, but it doesn't matter, or it does. It's not as good if you, if he, if Keegan gets you twenty, but you got fourteen from De'Aaron. Right. So you need every to elevate, and you don't want to start this trip zero two. Nah. So go ahead and get you one. So you got Cleveland on Friday, and then you go to. The Mecca. All right. You're going to the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. And uh, well, it's not a matinee for them. So it's it's not the same as like a quote unquote matinee. It's, it's six o'clock uh, over in New York when this game is being played, three o'clock here. But, so they're going to uh, play a game in the middle of football games for us in the West because it's going to play right in the middle of football. Right in the middle of the Niners beating the, the Bucks, you know, Niners putting putting Tom Brady down in his. I don't final. know about that. City boy Tom Brady is is, is, is a different animal. Nah, we we about to we dead and all that. We dead and all divorce that. Divorce Tom Brady do things, you know. <laughs> you know, divorce Tom Brady. Tom in them streets again. Tom Tom forty five in them streets. We dead and all that, man. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Bro. I don't. I don't know. I mean, young Purdy gonna be a little different coming off the bench. Nobody, you know. As opposed to somebody ready for him, we'll see. It's and it's Brock Purdy. No, we, we, we're not giving him that. We're not giving him that. He ain't earned that. <laughs> you know, he ain't F five nobody yet. He just yeah, he ain't you know he, you know he ain't did that yet. I'm just gonna call him Brock. He he gets the Brock like Brock Osweiler right now. He don't get he don't get Brock. He's Brock yet. Yeah. Just regular old Brock. He's Rock with a B. Brock. Party. There you go, you Niner fans hyping up a dude way too much. <laughs> in, the, in the middle of uh, in the middle of football football Sunday. Well, I'll be fine because the Raiders play on I don't want to say they gotta get this one, but this is the one you look at. It's like, man, come on, can you get this one? Can you get yeah. this one? I mean, yeah, I don't want to hear about Mitchell Robinson came out and dominated, and you know. RJ Bear goes for 40. You know, this is no, can't quickly with 25 off the bench. Yeah, you know, 
don't revert back to bad Kings basketball where the random guy just comes out, you know, like I said, for, for the Kings, De'Aaron got to take the fact he's going against Jalen Brunson personally. Mm. Jalen had all that hype in the offseason. You got to go out there. You got to take it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, And uh, all the stars show out at Madison Square Garden. They do. De'Aaron, at, at one point in his career, would show out at Madison Square Garden, too. He played yeah, real. You got to do it again. You only go out there once a year. Do it. He usually play real well at the Garden. I don't remember what happened the last time. Oh, they got beat. Bad. That's when... Ain't that when Luke broke the clipboard? I think so. Or was that the year before? It all runs together. Yeah. It all I, runs together. It was last year where he broke the They've clipboard. had some really bad. They've had some good moments. They've, they've had some really bad. Yeah, year, he didn't play. He didn't play. That's when De'Aaron was sitting out his eight games with a <clears throat> sore ankle. Okay. They Before they did something. Uh, in hindsight, if that's what happened, what I'm speculating happened, I don't blame De'Aaron. De'Aaron said, I'm not stepping back on the floor until you guys <laughs> until you guys do something about this. And if that's what happened, I don't blame him. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> they had a game out there. I, it was when I first got to the athletic and I wasn't traveling. They had a game so bad, I wasn't even there. I had, I had a concussion at home from a car accident. The game was so bad. An editor called me to ask why wasn't I writing about it. I'm like, I'm not even there. My head hurts. <laughs> that was the last thing I'm going to do with this headache is watch this team play and write about it. <laughs> They're terrible. So last, I think, I think the Aaron's missed the last game or two at the garden, but he typically plays well at the garden. So that's what I'm expecting. If they could find a way, I'm always looking, you know, I'm pretty optimistic, Jason. I'm pretty optimistic, man. Find a way to get a win in Cleveland. And then get a win in New York, and we'll be we'll be in good spirits by the time we do J Street vibes again next week. Yeah, and if they don't, we'll be right around five hundred, <laughs> and, and the world will be coming to an end again. It'll be like, oh no, look at them! Oh look I, at them! Hey, one of the things I, I will say is just hold your head above water uh, off this road trip. I want to I want to see them. I personally, I, I put a expectation or a hope for three and three, right? But just stay above water. James Ham was talking about this earlier on the show. He said, look, if they went one and five, they'd still be 500. See. That's not yeah. good. That's not. That's, yeah, they'd still be 500. But do you really want to go into, to me, that's that loser mentality of we're just happy to be here. I agree. I, 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 I if You can't come back and say at least we're 500. I like, need 500 on this road trip. I said before I said two and four because I was trying to be realistic, but now scratch that. I need you guys. Come on, man. You got to be 500 on the road and then handle business at home. That's what good teams yeah. do. You can't leave from the road. You can't leave 13 and nine <laughs> and come back 14 and 14 and be like, well, hey, because <laughs> all all four all 500 records aren't created equal. Mm. And if you come back from this 500, you had a shitty trip. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. So we'll see what's going on, man. What, what, what you got going on? Is it, you still got Dion? You still got that one out there? What you got going yeah, on? Yeah, we uh, dropped one today about your favorite all-time arena songs, and I felt discriminated against because we were dividing up the songs by the three writers. They gave <laughs> me the '70s and the '80s. I'm like, oh, y'all just say I'm, the, I'm like, I don't remember the '70s songs. <laughs> I was born in '78. What I know about what was in '73? Come on. <laughs> what I know about what I know about '73. I was minus five. We I was trying to, family. 
I was trying to get the '90s, but they, you know, they 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 aged me into the right slot. Cause I'm like, actually, no, you know. And I was like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll rock with it. You know, I can't ask somebody who just got out of college to go back and talk about what you know about cooling the game. Right. Nah. Well, what I will say is, man, they can't be out here talking about Sweet Caroline. I know that much. Hey, in a certain demographic in certain parts of the country, that song goes. Not with me. But you know, we asked you, to, yeah, we asked you this on the show about what the 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 black version of Sweet Caroline is. No, you didn't ask me. Ask you that. So me and Damien were talking about that one time. What the black version is? I, it kind of break it down to errors because I think before I let you go, Frankie Beverly May slash Beyonce. Yeah, well, I think it, it, it might be Frankie Beverly and Mays. Yeah, but dreams and nightmares. If you're thirty five and under. I think they all know dreams and nightmares. That that's your hip hop, and know what it is though. Even with that one, why I say no? Because a lot of folks don't know the words until hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> they don't know nothing Meek said before that part. They were just like, mm-hmm, yeah, he's saying something. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. And, and then, everybody get hyped. They like we don't know what he just said for like 90, 90 seconds. You get to that part. Everybody lose their damn mind. We used to pray for dreams like this to rhyme like yeah. this. Had to shine like this to rhyme like that or rhyme like this. To the shine. first time I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. This is that really did. Yeah, that really did blow my mind the first time I heard this. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, I, was, I was like, oh, nice little nice little ballad, you know, to show everybody, you know, I'm here and I'm grateful. And then he dropped the beat. And I was like, oh. Whoa. And I was like, I couldn't get to the rest of the damn album. <laughs> I'm like, let me hit this part back. But I think it might be, yeah, it might be, yeah. Before I let, before I let go, might be that that one where you play that, and the whole black crowd gonna be, everybody, you know, know that part. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I know Damien was trying to say, um, he said, what was the one he he said? He's, I think he said Tevin Campbell. Um, what was the song? It wasn't I'm ready. Damn, I can't remember. But I mean, it, it, it has some legs. I don't know if I I don't know if it's bigger. I don't know. I don't I don't know if Tevin hits the hits the the wide enough demographic. Because yeah. because I, I, I ain't been to a cookout where they paint they play Tevin Campbell. Do you know what's sneaky uh in there? <laughs> I agree. But you know what's sneaky in there? And I, I after this conversation we had, I was actually in the club and I was in like uh it was like a club where I was like, I want to, I'm not at the point where I'm like too old, but there were a lot of younger people in there, right? There were still people our age, my age in there, but there was like younger people in there. But they played um they played Burn from Usher. And everybody was singing, even the young kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was, everybody know that. I was like, for real? Like, I didn't know y'all knew it like that. Usher had a couple in there like that. Yeah, it's hard for me to picture Usher being old enough to do that. But yeah, I guess he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, you know, definitely Frankie Beverly gonna be up in there. Uh I'm trying to think of like crowd songs where we all like, yeah. Shoot, at this point, Swag Surf might be our sweet Caroline. <laughs> That's 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 our that's our sweet Carolina. It might like at a football game. Oh man, we all you know 
that that broke out at a party I was at in Vegas, and the whole club is. That's a good call. Yeah, so if, if that that might be if we're, talk, if we're talking about in an arena, because I can't imagine why at a football game they break out with Frankie Beverly and Mays. <laughs> but yeah, it got to the point where swag the swag surf has been gentrified and bastardized at games. Now I'm like, look at this unseasoned swag surf in here. And I ain't the guy with the most rhythm in the world. But my God, I'm like, what are they doing? Are they in pain? Are they trying to loosen up their hips? What is this thing? They're trying to hit it tough in the SEC, man. I'm like, hold on, man. Y'all chill, man. Calm I'm man. like, okay, y'all stick to Sweet Caroline. Y'all let us have this. <laughs> we don't we don't touch your song. You leave our we you leave ours alone. The Kings, but the Kings, I love when they play. Uh, I don't think the crowd is really paying attention, but sometimes they play. Uh, you dropped the bomb on me, Gap Band. I like when they play that. Yeah, they're probably people are like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that that old man who hangs out with Snoop? Who? Oh, he was in a band. Hey, Kings, the Kings that go to one, so they need to play yams. How about that? <laughs> I, I, I support that, you know. Then you know, but. I almost got in trouble with my girlfriend yesterday dealing with you and, and Damien, so I'm going to go ahead and not say too much, you know. It's a, it's a good song. It's a good I had song. to take her out on a whole date and everything. You're like, hey, girl, let's go out, you know. Let's let's have a good time before you shame hey, me. Go to one center, because you know they play Sweet Caroline up there now, and I'm like, come on, man. Y'all settle down. Well, I yeah. who, who, who asked for that? Who asked for Sweet I Caroline? Nobody, but they be out there. They Who did. asked for that? Somebody nobody like, on the team from like is it somebody on the team from like South Carolina who want to hear that? Did Malik Monk bring that from Arkansas? Absolutely. I mean, but I was saying they need to play swag surfing at the next home game. And then you're gonna have half the crowd going. I have no idea what's going on. I want to see Vivek swag surf. Oh, you know Vivek will. Did you see when he made uh, him and Fifty made the Pacers owner do push-ups? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I can believe 50 did it because, you know, that's 50. You know, Vivek <laughs> was like, hey, we should go do that. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. probably was 50's idea. 50, one of the pettiest men alive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, all right, we'll check that article out at The Athletic. You can catch me every Monday through Friday, 12 to 4, D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320 out here in Sacramento. Download it wherever you down podcasts as well, where you're downloading this podcast. You can check out uh, D-Lo and KC and just listen to Kings basketball all the way through, man. So we'll be back next week. Jason Jones, Kenny Carraway, J Street Vibes. Y'all be good. We out. Peace. We out.